Welcome to the 13th episode of the Hip Hop Rejects. I am Royalty. And yo, it's your boy Young, Fly than the rest. We are an all-hip-hop podcast, and everything we discuss on this podcast is hip-hop-related and related to the hip-hop culture. So how you doing this week, Young? I'm okay. Same old, same old. Yeah, a little man. bit healthier. Yeah, we've been going through it. Why I've been taking so long to get this get this show recorded. Been dealing with sickness and illness and colds and all this other stuff, man. Yeah, man. That was a change. Well change a bitch right about now. I ain't lying. And my little man been been going through it too. That's the only reason why we hadn't, you know, had put out the episode a little bit sooner. So yeah, man, we can't got to make sure we take care of them kids now, man. Hey, if y'all didn't know, the Hip Hop Rejects, we love the kids. We like Trick Daddy. We we love the kids. We going to have little rejects running around here. <laughs> I already got one running around. <laughs> um, as we always do, y'all, uh, start out the podcast with just thanking everybody for all of your, your likes, your shares, your downloads. Keep showing the love to the podcast as y'all continue to do. Would you give me all that hot stuff? Righteous and um, appreciate the responses on Twitter and Facebook. Um, y'all been really the, the 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 crowd been growing, man. Like every day, somebody new following the reject. So we appreciate it, man. Most definitely, most definitely, man. I know we always talk about what we listen to this week, but man, I ain't really been. I ain't been listening too much. Um, honestly, I've listened to some of the most of the same stuff. I've been still been jamming that. Um, that new DJ Khaled, been jamming that. I'm waiting on that Jeezy. Trying to hear what that's like. That comes, that drops tomorrow. So I'll be talking, to be talking about that later on in the podcast. Right. Well, for me this week, I took it back. I've been jamming my boy. Everybody know I'm a fabulous head. So I've been jamming my boy, fabulous, low souls way. But I did have to take it back to the greatest mixtape ever made. I I I'm not lying, a lot of folks might disagree with me, but this is the greatest mixtape ever made. The mixtape Messiah, the first one. So Oh uh, no, yeah, I get yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There ain't, there ain't many three disc mixtapes out there or three anything mixtapes ever. So yeah. Yeah, man, it's just like that's a mixtape. You can just pop in. You're going to listen to it from front to back. You know what I'm saying? You know, man, that's all. The, for, well, for me, man, that's that's like all the mixtape massage, man. I can just listen to all of those from from all the way from from one all the way to seven to what else? What came out to seven? He had Major Pain. So, yeah. All Cam, I, all Cam stuff is just on point. Yeah, Cam... Cam, <coughs> Cam is at his best doing mixtapes, so you know he deserved the title that he gave himself, mixtape messiah. So, I mean, other than other than fabulous, I, I his mixtapes, uh, he like number number one in mixtapes to me. <coughs> fabulous, actually, uh, fabulous announced a new album. Or a new project or something like that. So I just saw the uh, saw the title of he revealed the title of it. So yeah, I think it should be dropping in twenty sixteen. Yeah, so hopefully we'll be getting a new Loso album real soon. Ain't had one in a minute. Right. The last thing was uh, dang, I just had it in my head, but it came out back like early twenty fifteen. Yeah. So. <laughs> Been a minute, been a minute for a fabulous album. Can't wait, <clears throat> but okay. But anyway, as we're just getting into things, y'all. Um, again, um, make sure you guys, if you want to hit us up, let us know your thoughts, feelings, you know, 
share some ideas with us that we can in, include on the podcast, you can hit us up on Twitter at the Hip Hop Rejects or on Instagram at the Hip Hop Rejects, or you can email us at the Hip Hop Rejects at gmail.com. Or for all my Facebook people, you can also search the Hip Hop Rejects and you can leave us a message on there and we will gladly respond to you. So, but all right, uh, man, you know, this week in hip hop has been been too much too much popping off. Kind of like a lot of the same stuff we've been, you know, just still been lingering, lingering for the past couple of weeks. But there is a there is one thing in particular that we're gonna get to that I'm like really really super duper excited about that happening today. So we'll get into that uh, as we get on get through these topics. So. Um, First topic we got on deck, we got uh, the 50 Cent versus Vivica Fox deal. <laughs> this is like, I'm like, I'm trying to figure out like, where did this come from? What made her, what made her get at 50? She all, I mean, they've been broke up for a man, who knows for how long. She just, tried to, she just decided to throw 50, she decided to throw 50 under the bus. Saying that he, you know, what's the word? She, um, she's saying he gay. He got gay tendencies. Yeah, he got yeah, he got gay tendencies, and he also, um, well, she ate the groceries, but yeah, yeah. So, like, like when he said that, like my whole view of Vivica Fox instantly changed. Like, it just went from, like, yo, that's Vivica to, like, damn, that's Vivica. (laughs) (laughs) Like, seriously. Like, only thing I can see now is you eat ass. (laughs) And there's been a couple of memes on the internet of that that particular situation, of being in that situation. And, but, you know, um, and Vivica, she lost it. I mean, she lost her. What's the word I want to use? She lost her appeal like a long time ago. Like when she started, when she went under the knife and got all this plastic surgery. Yeah. And started looking more like looking more like a male than a female. Like, yeah, like like Fifty was like she used to holler, you know, talk bad about Halle Berry, talking about. She could have did a role better than Halle Berry or whatnot. I'm sorry, Vivica, but I mean, I I like young Vivica. Oh yeah, we like yeah, yeah we like we we treat we treat Vivica like like Michael Jackson, like black people treat Michael Jackson. Like we like we like the old we like the the old Vivica, not the new Vivica. Right, you know, but and and, and you know, at least we, as far as I know. Hallie's still natural. Like yeah. she, ain't, she, ain't I, believe she I believe she got some issues too, man. She can't keep no man. Like <laughs> after after a while, is you know after a while you got to start thinking, okay, is it me or is it them? And I'm starting to think it's her. Just saying. She ain't been through. Yeah. She ain't been through. She ain't been through a lot of a lot of. I ain't gonna say a lot of brothers because she dated. Um, White cat as well, so I mean, she hasn't been through a lot of guys. I mean, is I I believe I look at it like this because you see, you see it with a lot of high name women, you know, women that are really famous. That their, I believe it's their status. You know, it's hard to deal with a one. I believe it's hard to deal with a woman, especially for a man to deal with a woman that's. Like very very famous, cause if you look at it, her J Lo, you know somehow J Beyonce and Jay Z making it work, but I'm pretty sure they got their problems also. I wouldn't be surprised if somewhere down the road they get divorced or something, you know. So I mean, but you got to think though, man. It's like you know, even with the comparison to Jay Z Beyonce. You know they on the they on that same level. They both in the they both in the limelight, and same goes for like a same goes for like a Holly Berry and stuff like that. I mean, none of all the guys she dated, they weren't just like some regular civilians. 
I mean, they were, you know, well-known in their field or whatever they was doing. Because I think the – I think her previous, the one she has her kids, but I think he was like a, like a, like a well-known soccer player or something like that. So, I mean – but that's what I'm saying. Like when famous people marry famous people, like the 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 struggle come into schedules. Like yeah. y'all don't get you don't get a chance to spend as much time with each other because of the fact. Like I got to be in London for six months while you in Dubai for six months. You see what I'm saying? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Schedule start to schedule start to conflict and. Everything else, I think that's why. Like uh, another couple bring to mind, uh, Nick Cannon and Mariah Carey. Why they didn't last? Because Nick Cannon is just people may you know raggle him about his rap skills and everything else, but the dude is a freaking mogul in the game of entertainment, and like he does freaking fifty million jobs. Instead, exactly. And still trying to maintain a family. A lot of you don't even know this dude is is an executive at Nickelodeon at a network he used to be a talent for back in the day. So right. a lot of people don't even don't even know that. People think he's just doing, you know, what's the show? Uh America's uh America's got talent and, and wilding out and stuff like that. No, this dude and plus his uh label incredible too, on top of that. So it's like, man, and on top of that he's an executive, this dude's doing a whole lot. So that's the same thing. It's like Steve Harvey. Like Steve Harvey's wife doesn't, you know, she, she, she's not one of those people that does a lot. But you know, Steve Harvey, he has his talk show, his radio show, Family Feud. You know, and then he's a producer for a lot of stuff. It's like when you take on that much, how do you make it work? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you gotta all uh, communication piece, man. You gotta make, gotta make time, gotta. Sometimes, sometimes, baby, gotta 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 fly and ride with you. Get that exactly. Get that QT time. Now, if she don't want to, then she ain't willing to make that relationship work. So, exactly. So that's why I like famous people with famous people because if she has a career, you have a career. Then you know, it it really doesn't work like that. You see what I'm saying? You know, so you know, there's like a, a really good. I don't even say system, but like a good relationship. And then I, this is not even like a hip hop related couple in no way whatsoever. Um, can't think of her name. She's from the sh- from the show from TNT called The Closer, and Kevin Bacon. They're they're a married couple, and so basically how their relationship works is if Kevin Bacon is doing a, is doing a show or a movie, she doesn't work, and then vice versa. And so that way they're both there for one another when they're doing project or, or shooting for, for a show forever, how many seasons they're doing doing a show or whatever. Because he just, because like for example, Kevin Bacon just wrapped the show the following not too long ago. So now you're probably going to see her, see his wife on another show or another movie or something like that as well. So that's how they keep their relationship healthy. Okay, okay. So a lot of, a lot of you um, hip-hop heads and famous people that listen to this podcast should uh take notes from them so they make their relationship work. Exactly. Gotta you know, gotta alternate. Everybody everybody can't be on two at the same time. Sometimes somebody gotta do their project, you gotta stand on the sidelines and support them. Do the same thing and pay it forward and do the same thing for them. So Right. All right, man. So we got uh we got Outcast turned down a uh, the perform at the Super Bowl back in two thousand four. Young, I'll let you take the take the helm on that one, man. All right. Okay, we all know the hottest duo in rap ever, rap history, is Outkast, Andre 3000, and Big Boy. Well, lately it's been um, in the news that they turned down <coughs> the Super Bowl. Nobody turns down the Super Bowl. Nobody. But Outkast did. And the reason they turned down the Super Bowl is because if they had this, this, this show, they was going to have to shorten their songs. And we all know Outkast, out when they do their songs, it's like one person does a verse, the next person does the verse. So if they had to shorten their songs, somebody wouldn't have, wouldn't have um, done a verse. So, you know, just say, for instance, they did So Fresh, So Clean. 
we probably would have just heard Big Boy's verse and not Andre 3000's verse. You see what I'm saying? Or Miss Jackson, we probably would have heard Andre's verse and not Big Boy's verse. And the way their music is, it's like they always building up to the next person's verse. So therefore, since they since the Super Bowl committee wanted them to shorten it, that's why they didn't, you know, do the show. Now I can only say this: just imagine how Outkast did the Super Bowl. That would have been the biggest halftime show. That would have been bigger than Beyonce's. I ain't gonna even lie. But here's the but here's the thing that that probably would have with them if they would have. If Outkast, and I don't know if you remember, young know, 2004 is the infamous Janet Jackson, Justin Timberlake Super Bowl performance. So if Outkast would have accepted that, they would have changed the face of performances going forward because the Super Bowl <clears throat> for a couple of years up to like probably recently, they were taking the they were taking the the safe road on Super Bowl performance, and they was coming out with all these old acts like Aerosmith and stuff like that. And they weren't trying to do any anybody that was like well known in pop culture or, or hip hop or anything like that. So, you know, if Outkast, even though yeah, they didn't want to accept it, but they probably would have they would have changed a lot. They would have changed the face of history if they would have if they would have just went ahead and took that, we would have never had the the Janet Jackson Justin Timberlake incident with the with the boom. That's true. Um at the same time though, you know, it is gotten back to being with pop culture and that changed with um Beyonce because um you know lately we've been seeing in the past few years we've seen Beyonce, Bruno Mars um, Missy Elliott with um, what's her name? Uh, oh, uh, Katy Perry. Yeah, with Katy Perry. Um, now a lot of people didn't like the Katy Perry show because when she did the song that had um Juicy J on it, he wasn't on. He wasn't there. I don't know the issue with that. I don't know. Could have been could have been conflict of schedule, man. That's every that's any type of performance, man. Yeah, but um, I pretty, think pretty sure, pretty sure Juicy J wanted to perform on the Super Bowl, but it probably just didn't, you know, schedule commitments. Right, but um, as far as this year, they're supposed to be doing having Taylor Swift. Um, not a big Taylor Swift fan. She's she's uber popular though, dude. Jeez. Yes, I I know. There's a report. There's a report that I heard, man, that she's been put it like this: with everything that she does and everything she has her hands in, this chick pulls in about a million a day. Exactly. And it's 365 days in a year, so she roughly is about to make 365 million this year. Exactly. Crazy. So you know, I mean, to all hip hop artists out there, if you popular enough and I guess I can't, you can't be too gutter, but if you're popular enough and your music is, I'm going to put it like this. At white gotta, folks, you got to evolve for the most part. Right, because Jay ain't never did the Super Bowl. I can say this, Nelly did the Super Bowl. Jay ain't never did the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. You know who I, you know who I think is probably going to be up next if they wouldn't have haven't, haven't announced on him, he could may still be a person that could probably possibly show up uh, at the Super Bowl coming up. Is Drake? Yeah, he possibly could. He possibly could. They possibly could, and they should. They possibly could split the performance. Possibly, because like Drake, Drake goes all the way across the board. Like yeah. everybody likes Drake, especially with the popularity of you know Hotline and all the the different memes and that's all over the internet for that song. So, you know, they want to jump on that bandwagon of, you know, cause everybody's in the social media. So wouldn't be surprised if he, if he popped up at the Super Bowl. And he has a new album about to drop views from the six. So. 
man, he just like dropping. He's like freaking Master P right now with dropping albums. Like, God, I know, right? Like, every damn, like every damn quarter. It's like, geez, man. I ain't complaining because everything's been good, but it's like, man. Like, sit down. Like, I feel like he going to wear himself out. It's like back to back. You know something, though? Um, <clears throat> and when you, when you mentioned sit down, um, another song I was listening to, remember Maceo? Yeah. Oh, sit down? Yeah, I kind of like hunted, hunted that down on Spotify, found it, brought back a bunch of memories. But but on a, then on another, on another note as well, um, another thing we sit down with artists that's, you know, just dropping music and stuff like that. Um, not hip hop related, but Adele is a great example. She's been gone for two years and dropped a song and freaking broke the internet. Exactly. The hello song. Mm-hmm. And that's what like a lot of artists I feel like that are so heavy in the limelight. <clears throat> There's not anybody in hip hop right now I can probably think of that needs to like go away that's like just really just been in your face all the time because everybody everybody in the game now is you know everybody just we're kind of anticipating some of the hot people's uh kind of more of the more popular hip-hop artists ex we're anticipating their albums whenever they decide to announce or release them so it's not anybody not anybody that comes to mind that's like that. i used to think that about beyonce though to be honest Cause yeah, I did too. A while back, man, she was just like, just cranking out music, and I'm like, I wish she just go. I wish she would just go away, because she didn't realize how popular she is. How if she goes away for a while, and all of a sudden just appears and drops something, she she would do the same thing. Cause like when she just out the blue dropped that album on the internet, mm-hmm. like that broke the internet. Like, really? And that's what J. Cole did, you know? It, and I don't know, man. It, it's like, that's a new trend now. People just dropping albums on the internet. They ain't even putting them in the stores. They just dropping them on the internet. It's a way to do it. You ain't got to press up nothing. They can do all, the, do all the distribution and pressing up later. Shoot, everybody's going to download it and stream it. So, that's a new way of it's a new way. It's, it's a good bargaining point. It's a new way and a good way of doing things, too. Right. All right. Well, on to the next. Uh, we got uh, the boy Pusha T. He got named President of Good Music by the boy Kanye. So, Pusha T is officially the president of good music now. So, big up to, big up to Pusha T on that, on that promotion. He recently just dropped a song where he uh, this Cash Money and Lil Wayne and if y'all you know what I'm saying didn't know at one time the clips were um, with Cash Money shortly but um, they boiled down to not getting paid you know for a record name for a record label named Cash Money and we said this before, they got a bad track record when it comes to paying people. To paying people cash money. And, you know, Push T is basically alluding to the fact that um, Lil Wayne was the last person to know that Baby owned everything and wasn't paying people. You know, Wayne thought Wayne was in the dark about a lot of stuff. So, I mean, you really can't fault Wayne for a lot of stuff now. You know, when he was in the dark about it, he was just out doing him, thinking Baby was taking care of all the logistics when he really wasn't. So. That boy ain't never taking care of the logistics of anything. I mean, I, I wonder what role Slim got to play in this. Because, you know, when you lose Manny Fresh as a producer – you lost Turk, BG, Juvenile, and you lost Wayne. You lost the core of what cash money is. You know what I'm saying? Shoot, that's why he don't want to let Wayne go because Wayne has all the artists that's making money. Like, come on now. Name me somebody that's on cash that's on not young money, but cash money that's dropped the record. Don't don't worry, I'll wait. 
Exactly. Because okay. Young Thug ain't going to last too much longer. Rich Homie Quan ain't going to last too much longer. This this style. I don't, I don't think he's cash money, though. I don't think I think he's just a, he just was associated with with uh with Rich Game, but he's not even in that no more. So, so I think he just got he just got you know Young Thug, which well the person that's wrong with hip hop right now. Just saying, I I see it as this style of music that's out right now. It's not gonna last too much more, like young longer, because a lot of old artists starting to pop back up, and um, they they honestly feel the way like a lot of us feel that music right now isn't where it's supposed to be. Because I watched this interview with David Banner, and he said it. He said, "Man, a lot of us old hip hop heads left." And we just we just left and left the game to you youngsters, and y'all messed the game up, and we feel like that's our fault because we just up and left, and we didn't teach y'all how to keep the game going the way it should have, the way it need to keep going. And he was like, hey, "We got to come back and fix it," because David Banner just dropped the album, and you know you got Paul Walder just dropped the album. Like a lot of old heads dropping albums, and they won't. And and I don't know if the they've been gone so long that I don't know if these kids these days gonna pick up on it and and listen to what hip hop is because what they thinking is hip hop ain't really hip hop no more. So you know, I heard Nas supposed to be dropping something, like you said, Fabulous supposed to be dropping something. You know, Jay just dropped something out the blue. You know. Yeah, Jada got that uh the Jason, the Jason album coming. Yeah, he got that. He got uh, who else? Um, I think he has something called Top Five Dead, Top Five Dead or Alive too. That's coming out as well. So, yeah, I think he's working on like two projects. And you uh, know, Jada Kiss just dropped something. So you know, we gotta see, man. Yeah, it's like uh, probably time for things to things to evolve. And with on that on that note of you know hip hop and you know all the artists coming back into coming back into the picture today, Missy Elliott has dropped her first video in seven years, and I must say, WTF, which is the name of the record, that video was very. Very, very refreshing to see. Exactly. Compared to everything, all the other videos, and I and I'm I'm hoping, like really hoping, that a lot of labels, a lot of artists are paying attention, and I really, really hope that y'all go out and support Missy, buy the single, whenever the album come out, buy the record, and support her because what she's doing is what hip-hop used to be when videos used to be all about the effects and because that video she made because the video looks you know everything she did in the video video looked expensive like it used to look back in the day it's it's a pretty much traditional you know missy elliott video right that's classic missy right dancing um you know even though pharrell is on the song he not actually in the video. They they made puppets, and for real, puppet looked just like him. He freaking murdered that verse on that song. Yeah, he did. So uh, I, I I was happy to see that. I I really was because it's refreshing. It it was a video that had to do nothing with no twerking. She wasn't talking about. You know, swallowing no dudes. She wasn't eating no groceries. None of that. You know, she wasn't around throwing a, a silicone injected ass or nothing like that. You know, Missy has always been conservative with her look. So this boy, said, this boy I'm sorry, I got to go back to what you said. This boy said swallowing dudes. Um, what song I'm, talks about I'm, swallowing dudes? Please tell me. I'm saying, listen to any Nicki songs. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, that's true. Okay. Nicki be talking about sucking dick? 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's true. She she has a song called On Your Knees. Okay, never mind. All right. <laughs> but yeah, y'all. Um but nah man, that 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 Missy that Missy music video, I really hope, you know, if our community is paying attention and that it, you know, lights a fire on everybody that we start to see uh videos with high production costs, high production quality. Everything, so and for, and for Missy to be gone seven years and come out and put out a video of that quality tells that even though she was gone seven years, she ain't lost nothing because well, I'm not gonna just talk about the video. The song itself was classic Missy. Yep, you know. So all you kids is out there that was babies when Missy was popping. She is not a new artist. She been in the game. And she is who people like Nicki Minaj and Azalea Banks and whoever else out there aspire to be like. Azalea Banks is far from Miss Elliott, but I'm uh we're gonna we're gonna delete I, her. We're gonna delete her from that particular comment. I said they aspire to be like her. Didn't say they would like her. They wanna be like her. Man, she is, man, she got, she got a long way to go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, she got a long way to go. Long way. I was like, so, but yeah, man, I was like, can't wait, though. Can't can't wait to see what this brings up. Can't wait to hear, because this, you know, the WTF record was produced by For Real. So, can't wait to hear. The record, because you know she got something that she, you know she got something, some songs she didn't deal with her boy. So Timbo, yep. So I can't wait to hear uh, what the next thing is going to be, and I'm pretty sure it's going to be a Timbaland produced record. So yeah, right, you see, Missy dropped the album today. Erica Badu dropped the mixtape. Like real talk, Erica Badu is, is like, is is even though she sings R and B, she is hip hop. Also, because Erica Badu, when she spits, she spits. So, you know, I'm waiting to hear that. I haven't heard it. So, like I said, a lot of old artists coming back out because they're looking at the game and seeing that it's not what it should be. Very true. Very true. Uh, all right, man. So, we got the um, going to the top five albums on the Billboard. For this week, we got uh, Hamilton, an American musical. Uh, it's original from original Broadway cast. Uh, basically, what this is, if any of you guys watched the hip hop, the BT Hip Hop Awards, uh, there was a cipher with a bunch of people. No people probably, maybe not, maybe not recognized. Uh, it was one that had um, what you call it from the roots on. I can't think of which the the lead, lead guy from the roots, um, but he introduced them. And it was it was actually those uh, it was them that were actually that's actually on this particular album. So basically, it's a hip hop Broadway show uh, that has a soundtrack, pretty much. So that's pretty cool. They made it to the top five of that because they were man, they were like fire as far as like lyrically speaking on that on that cipher. So I may have to, I may have to go check this out and hunt this down. So just here um, we got. Drake and Future with What a Time to Be Alive at number four. We got Game holding down the number three and number two spot with 2.5 at number documentary 2.5 at number three, documentary two at number two. And rounding out the, the, the rounding out the number one spot, we got Fetty Wap with a self-titled album, Fetty Wap. So I just want to take that CD, throw it in the air, get a shotgun. I, I mean, I need, I need to say, poor. As soon as it spins out, shoot it. Because they're just telling me 10 and 12-year-olds begging their parents to go get that Is it really crap. that bad, though? Yeah, I haven't heard of Fetty Wap album. I'm just not a fan of that, man. Like, Fetty Wap is a person that only needs to do hooks. But you have those. But you know what, Domin? You know, you have those rappers in the game that, you know. He's not a rapper to me, man. Like anybody that has that style is not a rapper. I don't know what to call them, but you are not a rapper. 
Well, would you compare? Well, okay. All right. Since you say that, bring back the rolling it back to episode 12. You know, we had the whole conversation about R&B hip hop. Would he be considered R&B hip hop? I guess you could say that because. I know you don't like the auto tune. I mean, like, of course, everybody is taken. Some of us are taken back by, by the overuse of auto tune on a lot of these rappers. And. But on some records, though, in, in, in Fetty's defense, I am, he, on some records, he does turn off the auto-tune, and you do hear him actually rapping. Because when I, I've heard an interview, when you hear him talk, I'm like, he sounds like night and day from what he sounds like on records. I'm like, Right. And, you know, anybody that's like Rich Homie Kwan, Young Thug, Fetty Wap, uh, anybody with those type of styles, what's those, the Migos cats? And whoever else doing it, man, y'all need to stop, dog. If y'all gonna be rappers, get on the mic and spit. You know that time I saw, baby, what you call <laughs> Kill it, dog. That 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 shit ain't where it's at, my nigga. I mean, these and the only reason it's popular because most of y'all were born in the nineties. You don't understand what music really is, and you're trying to do something new. And these kids don't know what music really is. And they just hearing something on the radio. And the trap era is over. T.I. don't even really do trap music no more. Jeezy don't even really do trap music no more. So Steady talking about trapping. That's old, dog. Yeah, the trap artists are. Most of the the trap artists are. Shoot. Most of them are either... Either indie or, like you said, they ain't talking about the trap no more. You had people like Big and Tupac that reference drugs, but they whole albums wasn't about drugs. Like, half these cats, that's the only thing they could talk about is drugs, my nigga. Like, real talk, dog. You know, we need to be above, like, music's supposed to evolve. You need to get above talking about drugs and stuff like that. Even when half y'all ain't even never sold a key. Probably ain't even see, ever seen a key in the streets, man. You probably got a homeboy or uncle or somebody that did something, and you trying to reference them, and the only thing you did was probably go on the internet and go talk to somebody and learn something about what it takes to make something. But, man, it's 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 time out for all that, man. Yeah, man. So, got a lot of got a lot of fakers out there, man. That don't really be... They don't they don't spit their truth um, when it comes to when it comes to music or just artists just you know tend to do what you know what they perceive the the game or the culture or what people in general are buying and in some cases right. and, and, and in some cases it's the labels it's the labels fault because some of these guys are signed to majors and a lot of these executives blow these artists head up and like oh this is what you need to talk about but in reality, in some cases, sometimes the artist is, you know, made to talk about certain things, but they may not even really feel that way. But they but, just feel, but they, but they feel the executives of record labels probably feel that, like, hey, well, this is the thing, and such and such is, you know, popular with doing talking about this or rapping about this, so we should jump on this bandwagon and, you know, we can make some money off this. Well, from my opinion, Kendrick Lamar. Drake and J. Cole, they make whole albums and it's not track out al- I mean trap albums. And they sell more than any of the other artists I name. You okay, know what so I'm here's a, so here's a here's a question um to bring up. Um I ran across an article, really didn't get to read it, but the headline kinda caught my Do you believe that because a lot of these artists that's with this type of music are a lot of some of the good majority of artists are from the south. Do you believe that southern hip hop is killing hip hop? Now, yes. Okay. It's not the southern hip hop that it used to be. Right. Especially when you got people like all these new cats coming out, like the new the old heads, they gone, man. Like I got to hear this Jeezy album just to and, and hope and pray that 
it don't have none of that on it. Like I was disappointed in Ti's EP because Young Thug was on it. Like, like seriously, dog. Yeah, man. I, like I seriously feel like I hope and pray Jeezy album does not have none of that crap on it. Yeah, to be honest, though, man, it's like with music, I don't really look forward to a lot of to a lot of artists' album, especially a lot of the new artists. I'll kind of like give some artists uh, a chance, per se, when it comes to, you know, listening to certain artists' music. Like, you know, for example, I gave Travis Scott, you know, music to listen. I like it. Don't like his videos, but I like like some of the stuff that he has. Um but like be honest, like a lot of the albums that I kinda like look forward to are the TIs, the Jeezy's, the Ludacris, the Jay Z, um, stuff like that. Those are the artists, those are the albums that I just really like I clamor to get my hands on to listen to for the most part. Um, Drake will be in the category too, um currently. Um so yeah, a lot of these a lot of these cats, you know, they're not um not too at the par as far as like, if they pay if any of y'all pay attention to the beginning of our shows when we say what we listening to, you never hear either of us say we listening to Young Thug or we listening to Migos. Oh, we listening to Rich Homie Kwan. Oh, it's I mostly never, old I, music. Oh, I never say I'm listening to Young Thug. You never hear me say that on this show ever. Ever. Ever, 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 ever. Never say I'm listening to that. And if I would listen to yeah, it, it's only because I was going, I was coming on the podcast to tell you how bad it was when I listened to it. I ain't even going to do that. So. I mean, like, I can't even listen to, uh, what's his face? And I ain't know he was from even Texas. Um, uh, he was from Texas because I watched the interview with Chameleon there, and um, Chameleon there was talking about Buddy. Um, what's his name? Dang man, you got uh, out of is he out of Houston? I think so. Um, is the dude Kirko? with the no, the no, not Kirko, the dude with the braids, uh, be wearing skirts and plaid shirts, and um, probably Travis Scott. Travis from Travis Scott from Houston. No, nah, it ain't Travis Scott neither. Um, hold on, let me look it up. Um, wearing skirts. The only person I know wearing skirts is ASAP Rocket, but he from Texas. Yeah, I mean that's who it was. They, I thought, comedian that was talking about like you were from Texas because they were saying how they rap. Um, how they rapping the way comedian was saying that they rapping the way they was rapping when they was in high school. And you know what? Like okay, one new now that you spit bring up ASAP Rocky, that would be as far as out of the new school of artists because I can you know Kendrick J Cole ASAP came out roughly probably around about the same. They probably hit them. I won't say they came out the same time, but I'll say they were. Oh, he's from Harlem. My yeah, bad. Yeah, he's from Harlem. They hit the they hit the music scene on the majors kind of around the same time. Um. And young, I don't know if you ever listened to ASAP Mob or anything like that. If you haven't, give it a listen. You'll get a Wu Tang feel from from their music. They are very. A lot of that stuff is very Wu Tang like that you listen to on uh, on ASAP Mob because they got a song um, called Trilla with uh, with Method Man, and it's very, very, very. Uh, Wu Tang ish like so I got I, I like I like them for that reason so now now speaking of Kirko I can I can almost listen to Kirko he, yeah Kirko band cool dude um, a lot of people try to call him the because I'm because I stay in Houston a lot of people try to call him the the the, the Drake of Houston pretty much but the funny thing is Drake kind of almost references Houston like he's from Houston, so. Yeah. Drake references Houston, Memphis, Atlanta, and Toronto. Like or, he just, or Houston, Atlanta, Vegas, you know. Memphis. Yeah. You know, because, you know, he talks about Memphis a lot, and it was just like, yo. Well, 
well, his pop stays in uh, it stays in Memphis. So right, that's, right. That's, that's a big reason why he remembers Memphis a whole lot. So you know, but let's go and move on to our next topic, man. We can talk all about right. this all night. Oh yeah. All right, man. We got the drop. So of course, on the drop is all the new albums that that came out or are about to come out uh, this week in hip hop. So we got a uh, didn't really have too much come out. Uh, previously, we had Currency drop a drop an album uh, called Canal Street Confidential that dropped on the sixth of November, and then tomorrow we got uh, the Jeezy album Church in the Streets, which I will be checking out. We got the boy Logic with uh, the Incredible True Story, definitely be checking that out too. Um, we also got Ty Dolla Sign with Free TC. Uh, it's another album that's gonna be dropping tomorrow. So been kind of. Um, Artists have been changing the game of like everybody's not using the Tuesday, the Tuesday release date anymore now. Everybody's dropping albums on Fridays now. Payday. Yeah, very, very, very true. Payday. But you know, like everybody uses the the Friday day is like the is like the big stuff in in entertainment now. Everybody uses the anything that has a, that's a big title or or artist that's you know that's really big. They dropping it on Fridays now. So, be checking those out. Definitely, we'll be checking out. I'm pretty sure me and Young will be checking out Jeezy uh, Church in these streets. So, we'll, right. definitely, we'll be definitely be talking about that on episode 14. Let y'all know uh, how we feel about that. So, all right. So, we're gonna get into my last dollar. Take it up. Take it away, Young. Alright, this week on my last dollar, I'm comparing one artist but two of his albums. That'll be J. Cole with 2014 40 Hill Drive and On Center. Alright. When it boils down to it, 2014 Drive, 2014 40 Hill Drive is doesn't have any features on it. Which was made it an instant classic, but Born Center has more songs that I could get down with on, and you know, uh, and it does have features, but not that many. And if I had to just choose, I'm gonna choose Born Center due to the fact of the content of the album. Um, I like both albums. It's just not like I dislike 2014 Forest Hill Drive. It's just that with Born Center, you got Cookie Smile, no Power Trip, uh, Niggas No, um, uh, it's so many songs on that. Like uh, Forbidden Fruit with Kendrick Lamar, New York, New York with 50 Cent. Um, Miss America. I mean, I like all those songs, and I can't name too many songs off 2014 Forest Hill Drive that I just get down with like that. You know, I like them, but to just say, well, this one I'm a ride to today. I'm a big Born Center every time. So if I had to spend my last dollar, it's gonna be on um, Born Center. Now, Royalty, um, where would you be going with your? You know, if you had to choose. I go with Born Center as well, um, particularly um, listen to Four Seal Drive. I like Four Seal Drive uh, for the most part. Haven't listened to it fully extensively to say I like that one over the other one, but I pick Born Center just because that's one I've um, listened to fully and completely through front to back. Um, favorite record on uh, Born Center is Nice Watch featuring Jay Z one of my favorite records um, off that album. So I would definitely be picking Born Center. That's what's up. All right. Yeah, hit us up on the email, the Twitter, the Facebook, and let us know which one would you choose and your reason why. Exactly. All right, man. So being that, you know, Missy is a hot topic of the day uh, with a drop in the WTF record, uh, it was only fair and only right that we make the hip-hop legend this episode. Uh, the boy Timbo, uh, take it away. Give uh, give the rejects some uh, some info on the boy Timbo. 
right, we got Timbo Timberland. Birth name Timothy Zachary Mosley, also known, and this guy to be way back in the day, uh, DJ Timmy T or DJ Timmy Tim. He was born March 10th, 1972, in Virginia. Timbo is across the board. He does everything. Production, he can beatbox. You know, he harmonizes. He's a rapper, a songwriter, a DJ, a producer. He can also, he's good on vocals, keyboard, music, synchroser, drum machines, synthesizers, turntables. You know what? I I can summarize that that, that part about the instruments up. Good for you. All right, y'all. Here's what you want to do. Go to YouTube, type in Timberland in the studio. There's a video of him creating a record from scratch on there, and you will see if you don't respect Timberland or know a lot about him, once you finish watching this video on YouTube, you will once you finish watching it. For sure. Now, I'm going to list a bunch of artists that you probably wouldn't think to associate with Timberland. But here we go. You got Magoo, Missy Elliott, Justin Timberlake, Tink, Michael Jackson, Swing Mob, Jodeci, Aaliyah, Player, Beyonce, Genuine, J-Rock, Nelly Furtado, Carrie Hilson, Nicole's, um, the girl from Pussycat Dolls. Sure, singer. Yeah, her. Jay-Z, One Republic, Lil' Kim, Dale, Petey Pablo, Pastor Troy, Static Major, Timothy Bloom, Bubble Sparks, and 50 Cent. Yes, Timberland was behind Bubble Sparks, if y'all don't recall it. All right. Tim first, his his first credit of production was from Genuine's first album, The Bachelor. So if y'all didn't know that, that was when they was on, um, what was it, um, Black Ground? When uh, they first when yeah, they first right. hit the scene, they was under Devontae from jo- um, Jodeci. Mm-hmm. Uh, One of my favorite genuine albums. He he um produced a Leah album, One in a Million. He also produced Missy uh, album Super Duper Fly. He um he is what threw Justin Timberlake into the stratosphere. Justin Timberlake was popular being with NSYNC, but when he produced it, when he produced Cry Me a River, Justin's breakup song to um. Britney Spears. Yeah, Britney Spears. That was Justin's first by his own by himself. That was his first like across the board number one hit. Like Crimea River just went through all the platforms. Uh he also produced Justin Timberlake's Future Sex Love Sounds and the Twenty Twenty Experience. All and, great all great albums, man, you know. Another boy, Tim, another boy, Justin Timberlake is not hip hop, but all great, man. Right. Um, is like great. He also, he, he also owns an imprint label called Mosley Music Group, which features artists like Nelly Furtado, and he produced the album Loose. Yep. Um, Got that album. Got, I have that album as well. That's another great album. <laughs> so, Timbaland doesn't have that many solo albums, but um, he released released uh, in two thousand seven. He released Shock Value, and in two thousand nine, he released Shock Value Two. Fine too. Um, then he also has I don't know if they give him credit on discography, but of course he has the uh, the Timbaland and Magoo albums. The can't think of the name of, but he had the the first one that they did, and they did a second one after that. I, I noticed that they don't. For some reason, those albums, I mean, those are very hard to find. But they got some good music on. I've been trying to hunt the first one down with Up Jumps the Boogie on it for a minute. Yeah. Um, his first solo album was Tim's Bio, Life from the Basement. Um, Timbaland Magoo albums are Welcome to Our World, 1997, Indecent Proposal, 2001, and Under Construction Part 2, that's 2003. Yeah. That's it right there. Uh, under construction, and um, under construction, under construction two, and welcome to our where it was the first um, Timberland and Magoo album. That's what it was. So, I mean, Timberland is responsible. Timberland was one of those cats that's just like legendary. Him, 
Like, like they go in that 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 stratosphere of producers that's just like Timbaland, Manny Fresh, Pharrell. You know, those cats are like in their own category. Like they're above all the rest. They above, you know, like the Soldier Boys and the 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 Runners and all of them. Now they in that category like with Jimmy Jam and and those cats. You know, certain producers that are so coveted that they could charge you five hundred thousand dollars for a beat. You know, all I got to say is with Timberland, man, Timberland is the reason why I'm why I'm in hip hop as we speak and why I do this podcast. Timberland is the simple reason why I love music the way I love music, why I love high quality music production, hands down over 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 anything. So. That's for everyone for him. I probably wouldn't be doing this podcast right now, straight up. And and you know, with that, we have to thank we got to thank Dre for Timberland because Dr. Dre is who inspired Timberland, and now Timberland is up there with Dre. You see what yep. I'm saying? See, that's yep. how that's that, that's how it was supposed to be in the hip hop game. You got a producer like Dre that came off with his own sound and Timberland didn't come in and try to duplicate Dre. Timberland came in with his own sound that's distinctive. You when you hear a Dr. Dre beat, you know that's Dre. When you hear a Timberland beat, you know that's that's Timberland. And when you hear uh you know a Pharrell or Manny Fresh beat, you know who that is. And the same thing goes for, you know, them as artists. Their music is distinctive it don't sound like nobody else's and that's what's wrong with hip-hop now all the music sound the same yep that's very true speaking of i was just like as you was talking young i was like i just went to go look for welcome to our world man you can buy welcome to our world on cassette for like two dollars just saying i ain't got nothing to play cassettes i know me neither i just you know i just (laughs) wanted to say you know they carry it and Still carry this actual album in cassette, and I'm kind of tempted to try to. I'm kind of tempted to get my hand on this vinyl that I'm seeing on Amazon right now as well. I better got anything that play a CD. <laughs> That's very true. Nowadays, you need to get an MP3. But uh, you know, that's this week's hip hop legend, and we do these hip hop legends in order to tell y'all, you know, the origins of hip-hop, man, so we can get back to what hip-hop truly is, man. Hip-hop is more than a sound. Hip-hop is a culture. It's a lifestyle. It's something you live and breathe. It's the youngest form of music that's that's considered a major genre, and it, it influences more life more lifestyles than anything very true no matter the not just especially not just african-american it's all hip-hop influences all different creeds and cultures and races and ethnicity so yeah hip-hop influences everything from hairstyle to clothes to you know the way you talk you know to all forms of music I mean, hip-hop goes from gospel to country, even though they may not want to admit it. A lot of these, a lot of these, I mean, a Broadway show, we just talked about a Broadway show that's purely hip-hop. Like, really? So, yep. you know, that's why we do this show, man. That's, that's because it's in our hearts. It's just not something we like. Hip-hop is in our heart. Hip-hop is... What we do, like I'll be thirty this month. In two weeks, I'll be thirty years old. That's thirty years of pure hip hop in me. I, 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 the first music I probably heard was hip hop from riding around in the car with my uncle. Man, when did I feel? I, not actually, you know what? I discovered hip hop through through a through a boyfriend of my of an aunt of mine. So that's how I discovered hip hop. I was R and B head way before that, though. When I first discovered music in general, so. I didn't get into R&B like that until I started liking girls. 
Yeah, um, me, I kind of started like real early, so that's why I was like an R&B. <laughs> I was the only R&B I pretty much knew was anything that my mom played on Sunday mornings when we got up to clean up the house. And even then, you know, I wanted to hear rap. I didn't want to hear the slow music. The only reason I knew those songs was because I heard them on a repetitive scale. So, you know, and after that, when I first got my first tape player, I remember the first album I ever had that was my own that I bought. That was Bone Thugs East 1999. So, and while we would be cleaning up, I had that on my Walkman. Yes, there was such thing called a Walkman that you put tapes in and you close the tape, and when you want to hear the song, you got to rewind it. So, <laughs> man, there's still Walkmans out there. Walkmans are on MP3 players now. Just, just so, just so the world know they, they ain't extinct. It's just they play a different form of media now. You know what though? You remember when your tape used to mess up and get caught up in the tracks? And yep, you had to take it out, and then you had to get a pencil, and then you had to roll it back up. Yeah, or an ink pen or something. Yep. Yeah, man. No, we get on the way I age too much, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, technology changed so fast, man. That you know, it's, it's it just seems like it's been a long time, but it really hasn't been a long time. No, so. it just technology evolved very quickly. <clears throat> but all right, y'all. Again, got another in the book, y'all. Uh, just remember to download the Hip Hop Rejects on Podbean, Stitcher Radio, iTunes. Also, was, we will be giving you guys updates once we finally hit the Google Play Music. Uh, we will be on there very soon. Uh, also, remember to send your questions, uh, any of your concerns, anything that you have on your mind that you want to ask us about hip hop or even just ask about us um, on Twitter at the Hip Hop Rejects. Or you can hit us up on Instagram at the Hip Hop Rejects, or you can email us at hiphoprejects at gmail.com, or search for us on Facebook and just search for the Hip Hop Rejects. All right, y'all, y'all enjoy this song of Jumps the Boogie by Timberland Magoo, Missy Elliott. So, and oh, Aaliyah also is on that song, Rest in Peace. And we're gonna holler at y'all next week. All right. We out. One. My race should be much. I cut with razor blades, play spades with unfeeness. Evaluate this rap, take heed of fucking genius. Up in the sky, up high, don't puff lie. Do you smoke crack, Sam? Prepare to fucking die. Fuck crazy, yo, my name is Crazy Flow. You thought I had eight, but I got ten more. Off beat and on beat, old school like Beach Street. I stink like Pop Street, make sweat with no heat. This track like Pam Grier in movies. I heat up the beat like water in a jacuzzi. I fly to L.A. then come back to Virginia. Then call Maggie New to see he's got some ender. Then back to the crib to pick up my brother G. G. Don't forget to bring the house keys. Hops in the 850. Now here we go. Please, please, brother, don't slam my car door. It costs too much money to get that shit fixed. I need all my money to pay. Bills with don't have no time for the shucking and job peep my rhyme cause that shit's off time. I'm in the very yacht, the place to get got. After I smoke pot, he sticks me like shots. Funky like farts, connect tongues like dots. Lick his lollipop, this kid named Scott. Me, my hot self, myself be so hot. Touch my hot spot, I scream till I can stop. <sighs> Give it to me, daddy, and uh, yep, yep, like Teddy, Teddy, ready with the one, two, checker, no diggity, Missy be the bedroom wrecker, double decker, make you wanna beat your pecker, and then leave your bitch, cause this be better.
Pussy, my rap, get you loose. I bump like acne, take honey from a bee. My style is like a safe without the fucking key. I come cause I'm a nut, don't bleed when I'm cut. No fan of Madonna, she just a damn slut. So sit you damn dog and bow to my shit. Nick with you stupid, I'm butter, don't need grits. Make bits like seizure, lick click the pleasure. I book then read ya, follow the leader. Like Jews and Chinese, I own your rap lease. The whackness must cease, prepare for your release. I'm up in these labels, trying to handle my business to make it more peace. Before Jehovah had witness, up jumps the I hang no like testicles, MCs when a company is made of flows, ho. Better back up, folk to get slapped up. Pack up and go tell mommy that I backed up, I backed up. You, 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 and your whole crew. What, 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 what you gonna do? Uh, what, what you gonna do to me? The M-I-W-S-Y-E, wanna back to me? 